0: A visitation Hear the spirit call
1: Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakubon Be blessed as you listen Come, let us enter in Hallelujah Please take your seats I want you to close your eyes. Can I have the singers here? Anything you are trusting God for, just speak to Him about it right now. Anything in your life. Maybe it's the salvation of a family member, the healing of a family member. For a door to be opened, for something to happen in your life, for a healing, Just speak to him about it right now. I want you to tell him that you are putting your trust in him. The Bible says some trust in horses, others trust in chariots, but we shall trust in the name of our God. Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct.
0: Dilo
1: that gives us sleepless nights
0: over anything
1: that gives us palpitations over anything that causes our hearts to worry over anything that takes away our joy and our peace the Bible says he humbled himself unto death even the death on the cross so much so that God had highly elevated him and given him a name a name that is above every other name that are the mention of the name Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that indeed Jesus Christ is Lord. The word of the Lord says, the name of the Lord is a mighty fortress. The righteous run into it and they are saved. This morning we mentioned that name that causes every knee to bow and we speak to anything that has a name that represents negativity in your life, that represents sickness in your life, that represents an obstacle in your life. That represents a barricade in your life. That represents a closed door in your life. And we declare that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, it is denied of His power and its influence in your life. If it is a sickness, receive your healing in the name of Jesus. If it is emotional torment, receive the peace of God. That surpasses all understanding. If it is a financial need, may Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider come through for you. If it is direction you need, may Jehovah Rohi, the Lord, our shepherd direct your path. And if it is a battle where men and women have risen against you, may Jehovah Nisi, the El Gibor Jehovah Sabao, may he rise on your behalf in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. For the word declares that let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for an opportunity to gather at your feet to hear your word. Let the heavens be opened over us. Let our spirit men be open and ready to hear your word. I pray for divine utterance. May I not minister of my own accord, but may I speak to meet somebody at the point of their need. I declare this place and the hearts and the minds of the people of God sanctify and made ready. For them to have an encounter with their father this morning through the word. Take glory, Father, to glory, son, take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name, have we prayed with thanksgiving? Amen. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. responding amen is also part of being in the spirit. I know you are in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord hallelujah we bless God for this morning amen how many of you are ready for the word today I am doing part two of what I started last week amen amen yeah. that's what today I will finish today I'm not going to minister anywhere, so I will finish hallelujah yeah tell the one seated next to you open your ears Open your ears. Open your spirit to receive the word of God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Today I need the responses. Hallelujah. Yeah. We thank God. Just by way of recap, there's supposed to be a football team of 11 deadly women. I was only able to reach the position of the right winger which was number 7. So, for the purpose of recap, let me just go through. Deadly woman number 1 is the woman who does not fear God. And the reason is that she has no standards. She has no standards. Number 2, the woman who cannot stay at home. Every day there is a party somewhere. There is a drink up somewhere there's a pool party somewhere and we are going to the nightclub we are going here 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 the woman who cannot stay at home the woman who cannot stay at home cannot manage a home it's as simple as that hallelujah deadly woman number three the woman who cannot keep a secret anything that happens between you it is for a man sign to hear that happen between you and her, her friends will call you to advise you because she has gone to tell them that is a deadly woman. Deadly woman number three. Number four, the gold digger. The one who is only interested in you because of your money. She only calls you when she is in financial need. And these people are prepared to sell you at any price. That is why they are deadly. Hallelujah. And I made a statement that Married men Don't go supporting A member of the opposite sex Financially Without the knowledge of your spouse Hallelujah It can create a lot of trouble That was number 4 right And where the not keeping the secret is, is concerned I gave the other end to Where She is overly secretive not pick calls in front of you doesn't want to talk about the ex you know those kind of you know funny funny things they are signs that you must watch out for number five the woman who is uncomfortable talking about your wife or your fiance anytime the subject of your wife comes up she'll keep quiet oh I don't want to talk about it she hardly ever asks how your wife is doing or how your fiance is doing it may be nothing but it could also be something hallelujah number six the manipulative woman the woman who use manipulative tactics to get you to do what she wants you to do including emotional blackmail using tears fake and real to get what they want to get from you these people can even go to the extent of using occultic power juju they give you some food you eat and suddenly you are crazy about them and you don't understand why you dream and it is them you see you are feeling a form you want to write your name you end up writing their name because your mind is full of them may the Lord deliver you from the manipulative woman and the manipulative man hallelujah some of these things it applies for both sexes so Uh, I've just decided to give this one to the woman. And that's one of the things I'll talk for the men to, I'll say for the men to, that apply to women as well. And then number seven, the overly competitive woman. The one who is always looking at who has this and I must have it and this and that. She comes to church and sees somebody has a particular shoe. She must get one or a higher version of it. Phones. This, that competitive such men are dangerous and those who like to compare unnecessarily they will compare you to their father they will compare you to their brothers they will compare you to their exes and the husband of their friend next door he has bought a car for his wife Mm -hmm. you'll be there like you have not seen you know how much your husband is any pressure. Somebody say pressure. Aha. They're overly competitive. So now we move to the part two Deadly Woman number eight. Number eight. Footballer number eight, they are like offensive midfielders. Offensive. Offensive. They attack. Yeah, they, they are not very defensive. They are very attack minded. Deadly woman number eight is the quarrelsome or contentious woman? Mm, Quarrelsome stroke contentious. King James Version calls her the contentious woman. Let's see what New King James Version says in Proverbs chapter 21 verse 9. Proverbs 21. Like it's it's a very, very serious statement. I'll break it down for you to understand. Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 9. It says, it is better to dwell in a corner of a housetop. The corner. Not a housetop. House we are not talking penthouse. The corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. I know the story of a man. He's managed to build a four bedroom house, living in it with his wife and children. But they are not divorced or anything. No. He went and looked for a chamber and hall, not too far away from the house. And he was asked, You have worked hard. You have built a four bedroom house. Why are you not living inside? He said, I want to live long. he said I want to live long the woman was a very contentious woman quarrelsome always looking for an opportunity to fight there are certain things that characterize the contentious woman and let me show you some of them number one The contentious woman gets angry easily. She has a very short fuse. She gets angry easily. The slightest thing she's provoked has a very short fuse. Gets irritated easily. Can't take a joke. Can't appreciate metaphors. You know what metaphors are? everything is literal <laughs> even when you tend to play around with words they don't get it everything is literal she gets angry easily number two she says hateful things when she's annoyed you know some people like eh, the kind of things they can say when they get angry it's like they, they want to say something that will enter your soul Is a contentious woman she says hateful things when she's annoyed. Three, she does not forgive easily. You offend the contentious woman, and see you think well, after two weeks she should be fine. After three weeks, sometimes when it looks like things are fine, oh, no, and the devil. The, uh, the last time that thing that you did, what cry and tell you to do that, and she brings it up all over again. And from last two weeks' sermon, you know that that one is what demonic remembrance. Demonic remembrance. She doesn't let things go. She will talk about it and talk about it and talk about it and talk. Even when you have apologized ten times. She still wants to talk about it number four the contentious woman has a very sharp tongue their words can cut eh the things she can say to you when she's angry she will insult your father insult your mother insult your brothers and sisters insult the village that you came from and even if she can't you insult your ancestors Contentious woman, just because she's angry, when they get angry, it's as if they are possessed and they just open their mouths and talk. Can we reduce the the volume of the music in the background? Small, they talk as if they are possessed, and (laughs) now I will feel a grassy, a grassy. Meanwhile. The guy came from the Krasinia and you saw him and you liked him and you said yes. So if you call him a Krasini, it means it means you are a Krasinia. You understand? Whatever you call your husband, just add Yiri to it and it's you. It describes you. <laughs> they will say hurtful things. A sharp tongue. The contentious woman creates an issue out of nothing. Because she's always looking for an opportunity to create trouble. And to fight with you. You know that some people who believe it's fighting that makes a relationship nice. When you fight like that, you make up, oh, <laughs> it's nice. It is childish thinking. Hallelujah. You shouldn't look for a fight when there is no fight. And unfortunately for some people too, when they have a, a guy who doesn't really create trouble... <laughs> who doesn't really create trouble They like to make trouble out of nothing I was counseling somebody I was Like look You The kind of husband you have eh? He doesn't give you trouble So useless things Then you want to create a, a fight out of it If you are married to somebody Who will come home And use you as a punching bag Just to exercise his muscles see whether his arms are functioning well men can bring women to come and sleep with them in in the house when you are there cooking what would you do with that one this one something small no you are creating hell if there's a lady by you tell her don't be a contentious woman say to another one don't be a contentious woman say it again because the ladies there are plenty here today say don't be a contentious woman must be a lover of peace. Hallelujah. Let's see what NLT says in Proverbs chapter 27, 15 to 16. Proverbs 27, 15 to 16. It says, A quarrelsome wife is as annoying as constant dripping on a rainy day. You see how constant dripping can be. You imagine you are you are somewhere and the roof is leaking. You are sleeping, and the roof is leaking and it's raining and the, it's just dripping on your face. It's annoying. This one is not me talking. It's the Bible. NLT. It says a quarrelsome wife is as annoying as constant dripping on a raining day. Constant. It's referring to the nagging. Constant nagging and then this and you are beginning to sound like a mosquito. Everything you believe you must comment on, everything, but it's not so. You see, the thing about commenting on everything is that, ladies, listen to me. The thing you might be commenting about may be minor, but when it becomes too much, it becomes irritating. You understand? Like, oh, this one is not bad. I just come, there are some things you just keep quiet. Let it go, just for the sake of peace. Hallelujah. When you are continually talking and this not say, you become like dripping rain. How annoying it is when rain drops on your mouth oh, <laughs> and your nose stop, and enters your eye. Hey, annoying. May you not be an annoying wife in the name of Jesus. Number nine. Now we are entering into danger zone. Those who cause the havoc. Number nine. Number nine, not away. Number nine. Number nine, deadly woman. Listen to this one. The seductive and flirtatious woman. seductive and flirtatious woman. When you read Proverbs chapter 7, you see a clear example of a seductive and flirtatious woman. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 7. Give me verse 10. It says what? A woman approached him seductively dressed and sly of heart. seductively dressed let's see how king james put it i think king james was more raw uh-huh. he said and behold there met him a woman with the word attire of an harlot you don't know what a harlot is it's a prostitute a commercial sex worker and subtle of heart that's a seductive woman flirtatious to look at you with some eyes and you two, you'll get excited She spy me she's giving me scholarship and scholarship a flirtatious woman there are some women they can look at you and roll their eyes some way if you are not of God the way they roll their eyes is like at the same time they are rolling your brain flirtatious and seductive woman they will send you some suggestive text message you will be confused for the next one week trying to figure out what they are trying to say flirtatious send you some coded message What is she trying to say? You know those kind of messages that in case a person doesn't like it, you can defend yourself and say that that is not what I meant. You misinterpreted it. Ah, That is what flirtatious women do. Seductive and flirtatious. They dress provocatively. But you see, that is just one aspect of being flirtatious and seductive. When you talk about being flirtatious and seductive, it's not just in the dressing. The dressing is just one aspect of it. sometimes you see people can be seductive and flirtatious consciously and then you can be seductive and flirtatious unconsciously That's some of the things you may be doing eh? you are worrying somebody's senses and sensibilities but that may not be your intention let me hit this one straight sometimes in the name of birthday photo shoots, some of the poses that you see on people's statuses and on Facebook just because you are celebrating the day your mother went to the labor world to push you out, you go to Instagram and you see some pictures and sometimes even Christian ladies are are, are found doing those things some of the poses I don't know whether they go to studios to do them or they get somebody to take those pictures in their house, I'm not saying doing a photo shoot for your birthday is wrong, no but don't, don't look some way, you understand I don't understand why a lady wants to take a picture and she turns her back to the camera and just turns her face small like that we want to be able to identify you in the picture it is not your back we want to see why should you turn your back then from the photo shoot walk backwards home and we know that now you are a backward person I saw a picture like that on Facebook. The lady knew she was endorsed in the gluteal area. She turned her back. She was wearing this, they call it skinny or whatever. And the shirt wasn't covering her hips. She had turned like that. And you know the post she put on. She said, if you see any two big things behind me, know that it is goodness and mercy that are following me. Goodness and mercy that are following If you see any two big things behind me it is goodness and mercy that are following me People take photos and the way they do their mouth eh? Nowadays, there's this thing that they... There was a time I went to a wedding, and they were taking pictures. And when the ladies come to stand there, they do... And the photographer was taking the pictures. One guy too came to stand there, he also did this one. The photographer was a funny. thing. was like, ah, I was like, ah, bruh. It means there are some poses that I'm boazi. If it is inappropriate, it is it posing. Small picture you are taking. You want us to see the length of your tongue. Sometimes to the left. All right. Are you a snake? i saw somebody's picture on facebook Photoshoot shoot like that uh, a person had made her face some way and she was holding a carrot some people they hold banana some people hold cucumber you see where your mind is going that is where they want your mind to go Some of them will do like they are biting the banana in some way. And the cucumber. One Nigerian one I saw there, it was cassava. She was holding. The flirtatious and seductive woman. She's dangerous, be careful. Be careful. You see, sometimes uh, bad boys, they think they are the ones playing the lady. They think they are the ones playing. But by the time you are through, you, you have been played. You have been played. There was something you saw that made you want to go to chase her. How do you know she didn't deliberately let you see what it is that you saw? Whether it was how her body moves when she walks. Or how she does her face or does her tongue don't, don't be too sure There are sly women out there Give me the proverb Yes, let's be reading from verse 10 It says And behold, there met him a woman with the attire of a harlot And saddle of heart." Verse 12 NLT She is often in the streets and markets soliciting at every corner Verse 13 She threw her arms around him and kissed him. And with a brazen look. When you say a brazen look, it's like, I've got this caveat. I'm in control. Brazen look. With a brazen look, she said, I just made my peace offerings and fulfilled my vows. Verse 15. Uh He said, you are the one I was looking for. Just a also. you are the one I was looking for sometimes the guys at the end of the day think oh, I went and I conquered her but the mistress, seductresses the and the flirtatious women they will conquer you and make you feel like you have conquered there was a day when we were in school some bad boys in our class they were sitting down chatting and I happened to be sitting close to them and I was eavesdropping on their conversation. And when bad boys meet, they discuss their conquests. The women they've slept with and this and that, oh, this girl, ah, she feels say she'll be this and oh, this one. When you do things with them and you think it's secret between the two of you, it's not all. They will go and confide in somebody. Tell the person, don't tell anybody you. And the next person to we'll go and tell someone and say don't tell anybody and the next that's what we call an open secret. It's a secret too but it's open. And they were discussing their conquests and the term they were using was when the name comes out oh IPSR hmm oh so, I hope nobody is <laughs> oh my god. He <laughs> said I PSM. But you see, sometimes the guy might think E PSM. But at the end of the day, what happened was that he was phagocytosed. Engulfed. <laughs> I PSM. Seductive and flirtatious. Some people can be seductive and flirtatious when they don't even intend to. For the men who don't have a lot of self control, a lot of non seductive things are seductive for them. Even if the person, or you, a bro, saying she's tempting me. your mind though. <laughs> Clean your mind. Are you a bro? A broke again Who looks at that when they are chewing corn? Corn is hard work. The way they just are like are that. You find out what that. Look, let me tell you, you can be seducing somebody and you don't even intend to be seducing the person by some of the careless things that you do. you are leaving the house check the level of transparency of your dress you understand there are dresses that when you wear from your house and it is sunny they are not transparent but let it rain and let the rain beat you Mm. sometimes these things happen at weddings and it's not funny A lot of the wedding dresses, the materials are very light and, you know, things that people come looking very ladylike. Let it start raining right now. You need to take those things into consideration. The length of your skirt, whether it is appropriate or not, depends on where you are going to sit. What may be okay where you are sitting will not be okay if you are sitting on top here. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I told you this corner you have corner straight, straight, straight. Like that. Mm. You can be seducing without knowing you are seducing. And those who have not learned to sit like ladies, these are things we are taught from childhood. There are some people, you sit with your legs at an obtuse angle. Say amen oh i said say amen Amen. the seductive and flirtatious woman we are minding your business oh but somebody too is minding you in a way you don't intend to be minded. look there's nothing it's not a sin to go and lie on the bed of a man but the bible says all things are lawful but not all things are profitable when hmm. you go to visit your beloved, sit on a chair. Sit on a chair. Let's read on. You see something? The flirtatious woman. She doesn't entertain people on chairs. Verse 16 said My bed is spread with beautiful blankets With colored sheets of Egyptian linen Why didn't she talk about the chair in her room? It's the bed she's interested in More or less Charlie sit on the bed She'll entertain you on the bed Verse 17 I have perfumed my bed With mare, aloes, and cinnamon Verse 18 Let's drink our fill of love until morning. Let us enjoy each other's caresses. In other words, there's a chair in the room, but the bed has been mentioned twice. And a very elaborate description of what the bed is made of has been said. She will entertain you on her bed. You visit a lady and there is a chair and she says, come and sit on the bed. Start speaking in tongues. (laughs) Look, don't go and lie on a man's bed. You haven't sinned by doing that, but it can cause you to sin. i'm tired let me just lie down and there's only one bed in the room and let me too i'm tired let me also come and lie down so you face the wall and let me face you <laughs> as you are lying down your legs are hitting each other your bodies are rubbing against each other you think you can have a, a prayer session in that kind of condition no 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 it's not possible it's not possible there's some women too when they fall asleep their, their, their legs are all over the place you know there's some people when you put them in one corner they can stay in the one corner like that others too by morning where their head was that is where their leg is now somebody is dangerous you see, young men listen to me, are you listening to me don't behave like you are super spiritual somebody said there is no anointing below the belt should I say it again there is no anointing below the belt when you are being anointed it's your head that is anointing below the belt, don't joke with with that zone <laughs> it can disgrace you and disappoint you the bible says can you carry fire in your bosom and not get bent You are carrying fire in your bosom and you don't expect to get bent maybe you yourself you are fire you are the one that and your boss was singing about when he was singing, you know. the one that is clothed with fire you are clothed with fire so fire cannot burn you how can fire burn fire The Bible says he that thinks he is standing Let him be cautious lest what? He falls Don't play with fire Tell somebody don't play with fire Tell another person don't play with fire Yes So there are people who are consciously seductive And there are others that do it unconsciously Every thing, time you're a lady, every time you pass, you get And it's not from correct guys who... People with multiple earrings and, you know, those kind of... You big boys. When you're a lady and you have a lot of attention from men, look at the kind of men that are coming before you get excited and think you're a hot kick. Look at the quality of guys that are interested in you. If it is only unbelievers, it is only people who don't love God. It is only sometimes it's an attack of the enemy against your destiny. But sometimes too, it may be something you are doing wrong. You may be sending a certain message that I'm that kind of girl. It's not every gathering around you that should be exciting. No where the carcass is that is where the vultures will gather the rotting carcass where it is that is where the vultures will gather may the lord deliver you from seductive women may the lord deliver you from flirtatious women that text message that has been causing you to think for the past five days delete it and be free just delete it you are trying to decode it and try to to understand what she's trying to say If she sends, I'm available. Is it available for work? For locum? For studies? (laughs) And you are thinking for prayers, for prayer meeting, for evangelism. To join the choir. To be an usher in the church. Stop trying to decode it. If it is confusing, you delete it. Delete it may the lord deliver you from flirtatious women now we've reached number 10 in a football team what number does the most dangerous player usually wear number 10. the best players in history they've all been number 10s from Pele to Maradona to Ronaldinho to Messi it's only Ronaldo that decided to reduce the 10 by 3 and go for number 7 but most of them was deadly that's why I gave this one number 10 Mm -hmm. and are you ready for the number 10? number 10 deadly woman is the remorseless fornicator and the key word is remorseless you see there are some people who too, but they, they feel bad about it but there are others who are remorseless, vindicators. like They will tell you things that body no be firewood What did God put the feelings there for? You see, when you have friends like that You need to be careful with them That girl that you know I'm sure a lot of the guys here There's somebody or some people you know that If you want to have sex with the person this afternoon You know you just have to send the person a message that is the remorseless fornicator that person who doesn't care whether you are married or unmarried that person that who doesn't care whether you are attached or unattached that person who doesn't care whether you are a man of god or you are somebody walking on the street those people their libido is an itch and sex is a scratch it's an itch so they must scratch the itch that's how they see sex they're dangerous people remorseless fornicator they don't feel bad about it no you see you know when you're talking about seduction and flirtatiousness most of the time it's subtle but these ones they come raw they come clear their intentions are clear they don't hide behind anything when I'm chatting with my spiritual sons and they are telling me some of their experiences I'm like may the Lord have mercy on you may the Lord protect you because these days some of the remorseless fornicators in the system are dangerous those are the people who will strip themselves naked in front of you Potiphar's wife type of person they don't do it subtly. sleep with me Lie with me. A remorseless one, Kita, I was chatting with one of my sons some time ago. She said, Hey, when he was a student, he went for evangelism. Ojasha's oh, brother he went for evangelism. Preach, 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 preach. He got to a particular room. And the lady was like, Oh, I've prepared some food and he had been working for a long time and after the evangelism he was going to lead a prayer meeting so i was like oh okay let me just eat and then after that we we'll all just go for the prayer meeting like that went and sat down those of you that kakra prepared the table before me in the presence of my enemies everything that is put in front of you you eat I've forgotten what he said she prepared. But it's one of those things that, I mean, you specially prepare. It's not like one of those everyday. You know there are meals that are everyday. Rice, you know those. I've forgotten what the It was one of those things that you won't get to buy on campus. So the thing was like, oh, this is a good sister. He sat down and ate. And I'm sure he sat on the bed. And the lady came to sit by him. This one is true story. It's not like I'm making up a Kumawood movie for you. Came and sat by him on the bed. When he finished eating and they were talking without warning, the lady caught his head and started kissing him. And he got confused. <laughs> luckily he was able to resist and prevent it from getting further than that but after that prayer meeting that one act <laughs> you know these things they can quench your anointing like that bam. <laughs> even though it was unexpected there is a feeling, a part of you you know, you know that you felt a certain way which you liked? The remorseless fornicator. Those people, when people are trying to make moves at them, they don't, they don't let you struggle. Oh, they are trying to talk in parables and then then then. They said some Kumasi lady, the guy was trying to, you know, the Nigerians use a term toast to toast the lady and trying to this this like blah blah blah. Eh, me who prides in you? Who says it to me? Who says it to me? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> it is up to you now. Some of them will say, ah, that's how you, oh, your baby, my What is the problem? I hear somebody say, look, there's a bed here my clothes are not stuck to my skin remorseless fornicator may you get rid of such people from your life in the name of jesus you see the reason why you have to get rid of such people is that you never know the day you will be spiritually immunosuppressed you don't know the day you'll be emotionally down you don't know the the day something will hit you and your spiritual defenses will be low that is the day the devil will bring you demonic remembrance that there is a certain lady who can comfort you in a very profane way. Delete the message from your phone. The remorseless fornicator. People do it and feel bad, but for her no, it is a part of life. It is nature. When you feel it, satisfy it. Such people are dangerous. Deadly woman number 11. The left winger. And this one, listen well. Ladies, listen well. Are you listening? Are you listening? All right. It is the rebellious and disrespectful woman. A disrespectful woman. Look, guys, when you are trying to get into a relationship with somebody and you realize this person cannot respect you, you are better advised to pack your bags and go somewhere. Hallelujah. If you have two ladies, one is the most beautiful but does not respect and the other is not so beautiful but respects you and accepts your leadership. Go for the one who respects you and takes and accepts your leadership. I'm telling you. The reason why you should run away from such a person is that when you are married to a disrespectful woman, you cannot be a good husband. It's difficult to be a good husband. Not that you cannot, it's difficult. It takes a lot of work to be a good husband. Why? The Bible says this clearly. Husbands, love your wives He says the wives Submit to your own husbands Ladies, let me tell you something You see how You can have a gene for something But it takes something For that gene to have expressivity For you to be able to see it You know there's a gene for baldness Baldness That can be present in both males and females but there's a reason why you hardly see women walking around with the, with bald heads. It's because there is something that gives that gene expressivity. It's called androgens, male hormones. Women do have male hormones, but they don't have it to the level of the men. That is why that gene is giving more expressivity in men. So it could be there in a woman, but because of the low level or the absence. Of the androgens or the male hormones, that gene is not giving expressivity. What am I driving at? What gives the love a man has for you expressivity and makes it easy for him to express is the respect you show to him. Look, every man, every man will tell you that it is difficult to express love. You may love the person who it's difficult to express it when the woman doesn't respect when the woman talks in her. when we are talking about respecting your husband we are not talking about kneeling down when he comes home and when you are coming to serve him food you have to be on your knees Mira, Mira I don't want my wife to call me Mira it's not romantic enough Even though when she wants to get on my name, she calls me Papa Le.
0: <laughs>
1: no, no, nobody's saying go on your knees. Nobody saying lie down on the ground when he comes home. That's not what we are talking about. So when we talk about respect, what are we talking about? Let me define respect for you. Respect is not being disrespectful. That is all. It's as simple as, you don't have to do anything extraordinary. Just don't be disrespectful. Just don't be disrespectful. More than ladies who believe they have their rights. They know their rights. If you say one, they will say twenty. Look, you can be more intelligent than your husband. You can be more educated than your husband. You can be richer than your husband. You you can be any more than your husband, by the end of the day, he's the boss of the home. That is how God created it, and that is how it must be. That is how it must be. Look, I believe there is a certain covering fathers have over their children, whether they are spiritual or not. Now let me add that one. There's a certain covering. Unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of times it is the mothers who remove that covering. Unfortunately. How do the mothers remove that covering? By disrespecting the father in the presence of the children, by discussing the weaknesses of the father with the children, by discussing the things the father has done to them that has hurt them with their children my parents were married for more than 40 years my mother never it doesn't mean my father was a perfect person but my mother created a certain image of our father in our minds I never saw my mom argue with my father openly, no and I also never saw my father disrespecting my mom in front of us. It's two ways. Next week we'll enter the other half of the whole thing. Never. When your husband offends you and you are sitting with your children, you can't have covering from somebody you, you've lost respect for. And a lot of mothers have consciously or unconsciously removed that covering from their children simply because they have disrespected their husbands in front of their children. Sometimes when the children even misbehave and they are beating them, they will bring the father inside. An African mother beating the child eh? is like a whole choreography oh my god it's like a rap they won't keep quiet while beating you you know it's like they're rapping and then the children too you know it's like they're dancing it's like it's very beautiful you know then the last one when they are beating you and they are tired finish. That's the drop the mic, you know. We finish the performance. (laughs) Why should you bring the father's head into the matter? The child has misbehaved. Discipline the child. Discipline the child. Let me tell you something. At the early stages of marriage, physical beauty is very important okay but the importance of physical beauty wanes as the marriage goes on the Bible has stated it clearly that beauty fades heaven and earth shall pass away by the word of God no matter how anointed you are no matter how much oil God poured on you the day you were born you will grow older How you look today, you won't look the same 20 years from now. Hallelujah. The importance of physical beauty wins. It doesn't mean beauty, the importance of beauty wins. But the importance of physical beauty wins. So what am I trying to tell you? As the marriage progresses, the importance of physical beauty wins and the importance of inner beauty becomes more important. If you want to stay beautiful... If you want your husband to still see you as beautiful, concentrate more on working on your inner beauty. Look, gym is good. Wearing corset so that the fact that you have had three children will not show. It's good. But trust me, it gets to a point it is the inner beauty that is seen. As for the outward, you will get used to it. The day we made this backdrop, when you came here, wow, wow, wow. Do you still say wow wow wow? You've seen it. Uh it's called habituation. But inner beauty, you can't get used to it. I'm talking about respect. Respect. There are more divorces now than before. Those old people, how did they keep themselves? You know a lot of women want the blessing of sarah how many of you want the blessing of sarah you want the blessing of sarah yeah when i'm talking about the blessing of sarah what am i talking about sarah married a godly man and you marry a godly man sarah married a man who had wealth you your husband will be wealthy sarah had a man who didn't cheat on her even though he had the right to in those days until she gave him the permission may you marry a faithful man. even the one technically is not cheating because she was like, take my maid and have a child with her. That was it. What was the secret why Abraham even old age, he still loved Sarah? Let me show you a certain scripture. This one, give it to me in NLT. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 5 The secret of maintaining your beauty as a woman. I'm sure you've not taken note of this scripture before. It says, This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They trusted God and accepted the authority of their husbands. that is how they made themselves beautiful they trusted god trusted god means that god has said that the man is the head so we are trusting you that you know what you are doing so let the man continue to be the head look god created women to want to catch the attention of their husbands that's how god created them It was part of the curse in the Garden of Eden. A lot of people don't know. When we are listing the curses, most of the time we don't don't list that one. Let's look at Genesis chapter 3 verse 16. Genesis chapter 3 verse 16. Give me King James Version for that one. So when God was placing the curse upon the woman, He said, unto the woman, He said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children. You see, some of these things, even after Jesus came to die, it didn't change. Labor pains. Born again believers are not exempted from labor pains. And listen to the rest. It said, And thy desire shall be to thy husband. Gentlemen, that is why every wife wants the attention of the husband. It's because of this one, just like we couldn't escape the labor pains, you couldn't escape the labor pains. This one, too, you can't escape it. they said, Your desire shall be after that husband. You see, that's why a, a woman's husband can be so annoying and this, but she still wants the husband's attention. It was part of the package. So, when I'm saying accepting the authority of the man. It's part of God's package for you to remain beautiful for your husband. This thing started from the beginning and it will never change. May the Lord give you the grace to be a good wife, a submissive wife. In spite of how unwise and difficult and troublesome your husband will be, may God give you that grace. Because that, according to the scripture, is the secret to remaining beautiful. We are not talking about caps. We are not talking about hips. We are not talking about mammary glands. We are not talking about hair. The corset is good. The gyming is good. The cosmetic surgery is good. But work on your inner beauty. Work on your inner beauty. Respect the husband. And I've told you how to respect your husband is for you not to be disrespectful. There are a lot of things we do that we don't know are disrespectful but are disrespectful. When you get angry the person greets you you don't mind the person you see disrespecting somebody is not just telling the person you are you are a fool that's not the only way to disrespect a person if i greet you and you don't mind me you see if you say it means i'm something i am something. i am but if you don't mind me you are telling me i am nothing Which is a worse insult when somebody greets you? Try and give the person eye contact. You see, you are there, somebody greets you, even if you are angry with your spouse when he comes home or she comes home and she greets you. Good evening, if you are doing something, just saying, Good evening, and your face is somewhere to the east. Good evening. That is disrespectful. When you get angry and you speak your mind. You talk by heart. You don't mind who is there. The children are there, you say it. Your father is there, you say it. Your mother is there, you say it. His workers are there, you say it. That is disrespectful. And when you do that, eh, even if you have put on the best of makeup, that act is like taking lipstick and smearing it on your forehead and spoiling your makeup because it makes you unattractive it makes you not look beautiful it makes you ugly because you are not radiating any form of inner beauty and gentlemen if you are married to a disrespectful woman it's difficult to be a good husband that is why a disrespectful and rebellious woman is a deadly woman but my prayer for you gentlemen is that god will deliver you from all 11 of these and that even if you have some in your life god will give you the grace to change them to make them the right people i pray that no strange woman will take away your destiny no strange woman will be a delilah in your life no strange woman will take your destiny on a cause that god has not destined for you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i pray that your discernment will be made sharp that you'll be able to tell when a strange woman comes your way in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And for the ladies, I pray that you'll not be a strange woman in somebody's life. Whether consciously or unconsciously, may you remain on the path that God has set for you. May you be a good example unto your generation. May you be a good fiancé and may you be a good wife. One that is a worthy example unto generations that shall come to pass. And I prophesy over your life, that you have glorious marriages you have glorious homes you have godly homes you have godly children in the name of jesus christ of nazareth that the lord will help you in your weaknesses and your infirmities and by the time you are ready you will indeed be ready and you will face the wealth and you will conquer it may the lord bless his word that has come for today next week It may not be 11 deadly men. No, it it will not be 11 because I've got more. Uh There are some of the points I tried to put them together but I couldn't. So for the men, it will not be a football team. It may be a rugby team. And on that note, go and research and find out how many players are on a rugby team. So gentlemen, next week I'm coming for you. God bless you.